Thanks for choosing a 3CR podcast. Throughout June 2023, we're running our annual Radiothon, where we ask you, the listener, to make a donation so that we can continue to make great radio. Your donation will help keep us community-owned and community-controlled. Go to 3cr.org.au slash donate. And with that done, please enjoy the podcast. And a very warm welcome back to Solidarity Breakfast. A left response to the major developments in capitalism. What they trade in is not wheat. They trade in famine. A little dose of revolutionary optimism. I think it's really important to sort of express solidarity globally. It really is a deal by corporations for corporations. The union forever defending our rights down with the black leg. If you think the ABC's left wing, don't listen to this program. Solidarity Breakfast, 7.30 to 9am Saturdays, 3CR, 8.55am. Streaming and 3CR digital, podcast or audio on demand. And of course, the website, solidaritybreakfast.org.au. Solidarity forever! Good morning, everybody. This is Annie for Solidarity Breakfast Radiothon Show. And in the studio, I'm joined by Anila. G'day, Anila. How are you? Hi, Annie. I'm pretty good. Yeah, it's great to have a partner in crime. <laughs> Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, and you did your first report for us a couple of weeks ago, and we're waiting with bated breath for the, the um, after you do all of your exams, and you'll give us some more <laughs> thrilling episodes of your... Uh, uh, investigations of the world out and out in the out in the uh, broader sense. So that would be great. I don't want to give any spoilers, but I think might have some very interesting investigations. <laughs> yeah, of what's wrong with the world? <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. On today, in order for three CR to continue to support people like Anilla to be on air, in uh, we need your support. It's Radiothon Week. Three uh, CR has reached its about a hundred thousand uh, dollars. That's how many wonderful people out there have put a little bit of money in. But we've got one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars to go. Can we do it, Annie? Can we do it? Can we do it? Well, we can contribute, hopefully, all you people out there. You can give us a call on 94198377 to uh, contribute. We're Gab's out there waiting for your phone call. Uh, And, uh, of course, uh, you can also go online. Now that we live in the uh, digital universe, you can go on to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. But, of course, don't forget to say that you're going to contribute to not just 3CR but Solidarity Breakfast because, of course, we have a target. We've got to get $2,000. That's what we've got to do. We've got to get $2,000. We do have some pledges, so there's some people who listen out there. And I want to put out a shout-out to Jason who gives me a call every week to uh, say he supports what uh, 3CR does and all that we do to support workers and unions. Um, thank you very much for the encouragement. He's he's the um, person that rings just before, just after I arrive, which means he gets up early too. <laughs> so uh, if you've got uh, some a little bit of cash to throw our way, we'd love it. Uh, and uh, just to give you some information about why it's important. Stay tuned, stay radical. 3CR Radiothon Fundraiser, June 2023. To donate, call the station 0394198377 or donate online, 3cr.org.au. 3CR Radiothon 2023. Stay tuned, stay radical. 
That's right. Stay tuned. Stay radical. Uh, you can drop in to the station, 21 Smith Street, and see us in the physical world. Uh, and my favourite is if you call up, you can have a chat with reception, and there are always very nice people, and it will make your day. <laughs> so what's not to win? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we've got a couple of guests that we're going to talk to in the program. It's not just us rabbiting on, asking you to donate, but of course that's what we want you to do. Give us a call. What's the number, Anilla? The number is 94198377. We're going to talk to James Jackson. He's part of a group called uh, Bloomshed, and uh, they're doing a production of Animal Farm, which uh, I just thought... We've just got to ask him, why is he doing it now? What, what, why is Animal Farm, that wonderful uh, Georgia Orwell production, going to uh, – it's, it's all action. It, there's a warning, coarse language, smoke and haze effects, strobe lighting and loud noises. So it's all happening at Darabin Art Centre. Uh, it's uh, going to be on in July. So obviously you should be buying tickets. Uh, but we'll find out from uh, James why it's such a – why. Why we're going to do it now? Why is he doing it now? Um, we're going to later talk to Sean Budd from RAHU. That's a renters Rafud Renter and Housing Union. He is actually going to be giving out uh, information outside uh, the Labor Party conference, which of course all all good um, Labourites will be at at the Mooney Valley. Um, Race course. I always think it's really amusing that they should be having the Labor um, conference at a racing uh, gambling venue, which is kind of amusing to me. But anyway, uh, he's a uh, uh, Sean Bud's going to give us a chat about what Rafu's been doing, and uh, also later in the show, Shirley Winton. He's also outside the. Uh, Labor Party Conference in Mooney Valley Race Course, and she's going to be telling us about the public forum, no AUKUS, no nuclear subs, no to war. And they'll give us a bit of a tenor of uh, uh, what uh, the audience for the uh, conference is feeling, and uh, uh, perhaps that will be a sort of up-to-the-minute uh, newsy sort of item within the context of Radiothon. But, of course, not to take away attention from Radiothon and the need to donate. And uh, what's the number? The number is 94198377. Stay tuned, stay radical. Radiathon 2023, happening again indeed. Everyone come along and pledge with me. 3CR Radio is truly magical. Stay tuned. Stay radical. Stay tuned. Stay radical. It's time to pledge your donation. To do so, go to www.3cr.org.au. People remember the good things that you do. The world will embrace you like I always do. Stay tuned. Stay radical. Stay tuned. Stay radical. See, even Johnny Cash 
from from his grave is telling you to put <laughs> money in to the pot so that 3CR can continue for another year. Uh, tell us why you want to be on air, Anila. Um, I think that my relationship with 3CR started <laughs> at the beginning of last year when I turned on the radio and the segment that they were reporting on was copper mining in Papua New Guinea. And I just never heard anything like that talked about on radio. And I think I'd previously, before listening to 3CR, had definitely existed in kind of like a mainstream media ABC bubble. And I think I had some kind of feeling that there was stories going untold in the general media. And I think that hearing 3CR... It became incredibly obvious what was being left out of mainstream media (laughs) and why it was so important that it needed to be reported on somewhere. And I think that it's just such invaluable reporting because you really do not hear it anywhere else. And I think I really wanted to be a part of that and contribute to it. Mm, thanks, Anila. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> yeah, what number should people be ringing to put some uh, coin in, in our coppers? Please, please call 94198377. And some people already have. Jill uh, from Abbotsford, thank you very much, Jill. She's put in 20 bucks. Um, Thalia from uh, Mount Martha has put in $40. Helen Laxton, $10 from Essendon. Uh, Peter Wotton, $60 from Terelgan. That's fantastic. Good on you, Peter. Thank you very much. More people. Please, 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 we've got a long way to go. There's a big hill for uh, uh, 3CR to climb, this uh, wonderful radical radio station that is here to give you the news that you need to uh, make right decisions. Did you know that each donation over $2 you make to 3CR's Radiothon is tax deductible? That means that when you're doing your tax return business, you can claim your 3CR donation as a legitimate tax deduction. To make a pledge to this year's Radiothon, call the station on 9419 8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. Stay tuned, stay radical. Thank you very much for being tuned and listening to 3CR during our Radiothon week. Our total for the entire station is $275,000, which is probably a CPI increase. And um, we've made about 104000 So we've got a big hill to climb. And uh, there's been people who have put some stuff in overnight online. Anonymous, yes, you can put money in anonymously. Uh, $50, thank you very much, Anon. I went to the uh, unveiling of uh, the... Um, Zelda de Prano uh, uh, statue outside the uh, Victoria Trades Hall the other week and someone said in one of the speeches that apparently uh, Virginia Woolf said that uh, Anon was always a woman for... (laughs) And I thought, that is such a quotable quote. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, L Perryman, $15. Thank you very much, L. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And there are people out there who put a little bit of money for different programs because that's what happened at, three, at, happens at 3CR. Each program has a total and we all strive to fill that total for the overall um, uh aim for this station, which is an absolute metaphor, isn't it, for 3CR, that all the little earners are going for each station. And if we don't make it uh, after we're on air for our radio spruik, then we put on our thinking caps and we come up with another way to get that um, money in. And so, for example... Uh, I don't know if you know Anila, but uh, people like Lost in Science do a trivia show. I mean, I went to one of the, uh, and so does Dunbar Law. I went to the Dunbar Law trivia show once. I didn't. I was. I was incredibly stupid. I didn't know any. <laughs> their their sort of trivia trivia is a different type of trivia. I wonder if Lost in Science's trivia is a different type of trivia to to the chase. <laughs> anyway, you never know, uh, but. Uh, it's not how well you do, it's how much you can attempt to contribute. And I think it's similar with Radiothon. It doesn't matter like it doesn't matter if you're a five hundred dollar donation. It matters if you're like a one cent donation. Yeah, you contributed right. something. But even if you're ter- terrible at trivia, it's good that you went. But of course there is a reason for why you'd give two dollars. Did you know that each donation over $2 you make to 3CR's Radiothon is tax deductible? That means that when you're doing your tax return business, you can claim your 3CR donation as a legitimate tax deduction. To make a pledge to this year's Radiothon, call the station on 9419 8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au/donate. Stay tuned, stay radical. And uh, of course, uh, the because uh, Solidarity Breakfast is actually part of a, a whole week of radical breakfast shows, um, I you probably heard one of those uh, reports that you were talking about, Anila, on one of the other breakfast shows. Would that be so? I think it was probably I'm Tuesday. I'm someone used to having a, a power <laughs> in the studio. I keep forgetting to turn you on. That's <laughs> terrible. We're having a power struggle in the studio. Annie <laughs> isn't turning on my microphone because she doesn't want to share any of the spotlight. Um, I think it was probably like the Tuesday morning morning show. And yeah. pro- literally the most educational hour of my entire life. <laughs> if, you, if you ever feel dumb, listen to one hour of 3CR radio a year and you'll be the best guest at a dinner party for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the reason why I bring it up is that uh, the um, breakfast have got a crowd raiser, a crowd raiser and um, it's incredibly long. It's, um, I'll, I'll say it to you. It's www.givenow, one word, dot com dot au forward slash CR forward slash breakfast. I'll give it to you again www.givenow.com.au forward slash CR forward slash breakfast. 
and all the money that is contributed by all the breakfasts, because we 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 walk in solidarity the breakfast shows on um, <laughs> in at three CR, and of course, then of course, we've got the marvelous Gab who actually corrals us like. Um, chickens or like, uh, <laughs> you know, that wonderful saying, uh, cats uh, trying to uh, uh, herding cats, right? <laughs> uh, and so if you want to specifically put it in, because our aim for the whole of the uh, week of breakfast is $8,000. But um, And, of course, uh, uh, Saturday... We've got to get 2,000 of it. Oh, my, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to do? We need people to ring us up. What's we need your help, 3CR listeners. Help, help. Help us. <laughs> <laughs> Wondering how to pay your donations to 3CR Radiothon? It's easy. You can pay online at 3cr.org.au or call us any weekday with your credit card details on 0394198377. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy during office hours and pay by cash. Or simply post your cheque or money order to PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. And be sure to tell us exactly which program you'd like your donations to go towards. Stay tuned, stay radical. Stay tuned, stay radical. We need your financial support to be independent, community controlled and focused on people rather than profits. Your support during Radiothon keeps the station radical and enables us to give voice to hundreds of people and issues for another year. And remember, any amount you can afford makes a big difference and all donations over $2 are tax deductible. 3CR Radiothon, show your support during June 2023. Hello, we've got James Jackson on the line. G'day, g'day James, how are you? I'm well, how are you doing? Good, thank you very much for getting up on this early, nippy Saturday morning. Yeah, thank you, no worries, it's a bit cold, I was battling the wind. <laughs> no, it, it is, it's really windy out there. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Tell us about Bloomshed first. Oh, okay, so we're a, a crazy group of theatre makers who started making theatre in a shed in around 2012. Uh, this like big old concrete floored tin shed out the back, and um, we generally have just been working to make adaptations, like radical adaptations of classic texts, and make them accessible and entertaining. Oh, that's great! I mean, I remember reading Animal Farm, and sort of thinking, oh, well, Anilla, you were saying that uh, when they made the cartoon version of Animal Farm, they directed it to children, but they obviously didn't read the text. <laughs> That's right. That cartoon version was also um, apparently financed by the CIA. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very suitable for children. That's kind of nutty. Yeah. So tell us, um, there's a warning. Coarse language, smoke and haze effects, strobe lighting and loud noises. Tell us all about this production. All right, yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty rough rough and ready retelling because there's actually a lot in that little book. Um, 
the first half kind of follows along the story faithfully, and then the second half uh, takes the book and flips it all on its head when an Australian Senate inquiry uh, launched an inquiry into the events at Animal Farm. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess what we're trying to do is we're not necessarily trying to recount the horrors of 20th century totalitarianism, but to illustrate how some of those uh, some of those themes can come through or shine through within a you know corporate uh, capitalist structure, I guess. Yeah. What's yeah. prompted this retelling now? Uh, well, it actually began in 2021, but we we got shut down. We performed at once in Geelong, and then uh, had to uh, rush to Melbourne because the lockdown was commencing at, at midnight. Uh, but I think what really prompted a retelling was a desire to treat Orwell's text or to, to extract the spirit of Orwell's text in a way that hadn't been done before, which is to which is to have a look at it outside the context of the Russian Revolution. And it was look, it was probably I was probably reading something by Noam Chomsky and looking at the his argument that corporate structures are often totalitarian. And uh, then I thought, well, there's probably a good time now to uh, investigate that exact idea. Yeah, you're right, of course. Uh, it strikes me that George Orwell was actually describing the world that we now live in. That's right. Yeah, I, I think that's true. And then there's always a smattering of um, Aldous Huxley on the side. And yeah. so we've, we've been sort of using this term, which isn't mine. I think I stole it from uh, the, the maybe Scott Stevens and, and, and Walid Ali, which is the Huxwellian, um, Huxwellian uh, uh, sort of world in which we live. So there's always a bit of that as well. Did oh. you learn anything? Did you learn anything about Australia while you were putting it together? Did I learn anything about Australia? I, look, I've been, I've I got to say, I've uh, been really keeping my nose to the grindstone, is that what you say? Um, <laughs> and trying to keep up to date with contemporary Australian politics has become harder and harder. So I suppose, I suppose maybe not learning anything through the process of making the work, but I think it's highlighted for me the notion that there's a, a, a sort of small collection of very, very powerful corporations that run a little bit like tiny dictatorships or little um, little states within, within the country. And uh, I think maybe that aspect of, of, you know, Western democratic societies is overlooked. Um, putting together a play is a very um, practical uh, a process. Um, working, doing an adaptation of someone else's work and contemporising it in a different uh, space, a different cultural space, Australia. Um, how did you tackle that? Did you do that yourself or did you do it in a collective? Uh, we always work in a collective. Uh, so we... We have a, a, there's no hierarchies within the within our process. Everyone has equal say, and that means that when you you know when we adapt a work, our stage managers and lighting designers and performers and writers are all one and the same to a, to a degree. Uh, usually, someone operating the lights, but everyone has a say in the work that we do, and so we try to sort of model it off a more like a more truly democratic uh, space and create a space where everyone's heard and listened to. And it does, it does make the work take a bit longer because there's often a lot, a lot more conversation that happens and there's a lot less time to shut down that conversation. But that process uh, allows us to go deeper and I think actually makes better, better work. 
Yeah, I reckon it must too. Uh, also, it must make you grown-ups. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit hard being a grown-up, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's rough. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough out there. Um, it's going to be on at the Darabin, um, uh, Northcote Town Hall Arts Centre. That's right. The, the Northcote Town Hall Arts Centre from the 12th to the 23rd of July. And then uh, we do a little tour to uh, the sale. In uh, on the 31st of July, and then the Potato Shed on the 22nd of August, and Horsham Town Hall on the 29th. Oh, that's fantastic. Do you come from uh, rural Victoria? Uh, I don't. I currently live in Violet Town, which is uh, up in Yorta Yorta country. Yeah. And, um, but I, uh, but uh, because we were placed on the Year 12 uh, VCE playlist, I thought it was important to make the work accessible to regional schools because um, uh, Melbourne sometimes gets all the fun. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Good on you. More strength to your arm. I think that's fantastic. Good on you, and thank you very much for uh, uh, ringing in and having a chat with us about this uh, great new production of Animal Farm. Thanks for having me. 3CR Radiothon 2023. Stay tuned. Stay radical. We can't do it without you. It's easy. Head to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. Your donation really matters. And uh, that was um, James Jackson from Animal Farm by Bloomshed. And uh, it's going to be on Northcote Town Hall Arts Centre. That's 189 High Street, Northcote. Sounds really great. It's going to cost, if you want to know the prices, $38 full, $30 concession, 33 Darabin resident, 20 preview. That preview is going to be on at the 12th of July, 7.30 p.m., and um, $10 black ticks. So there you go. We forgot to ask the most important question, Annie. What? Are they going to dress up like pigs? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> we should have asked. <laughs> I'm really uh, a chuffed. I read that book and uh, was really amazed at how a book like that could actually carry so much uh, information and uh, political polemic. What a what a clever notion to especially in like seventy pages or something. It's yeah, tiny. It's tiny, but it's uh, fantastic, fantastic stuff. So I, I think it's I think it's fantastic. I'm really <laughs> glad that they're doing it. Um, we're on Solidarity Breakfast on Three CR, and this is the Saturday Breakfast Show, and it's Radiothon time. What when? What number do they have to ring? You can call 94198377 if you want to contribute to 3CR. That's exactly right. And we have got people who have contributed. Paul Rayner put in $20 and he's from Brunswick. We've got Fiona Blackburn. Ah, oh, Fiona. You you deserve you deserve a um a really big hooray. You put in $250, which is fantastic for uh, you're from Philip um, Michael White, $30. Thank you. And he's from Watson. And Jill, uh, Ian McIntyre, your mate from Northcote, who you interviewed. My first interview. Your very first interview. <laughs> he put in $100, which is, uh, no, he put in, uh, he put in $20. And he's from Pasco Vale South. And I've got a suspicion he's one of the long term supporters of different programs on 3CR because we have such a diverse pool of programs that uh, people feel warm hearts uh, uh, beats <laughs> for. 
during Radiothon time. So if you're one of those people, uh, but you've got a hard-nosed edge on, on um, finances... Did you know that each donation over $2 you make to 3CR's Radiothon is tax deductible? That means that when you're doing your tax return business, you can claim your 3CR donation as a legitimate tax deduction. To make a pledge to this year's Radiothon, call the station on 9419 8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au forward donate. CR, stay tuned, stay radical. And we have to thank Georgina from, uh, oh, doesn't say where she's from, but she's put in $50, which is absolutely great. And Talia, $20. Um, and Georgina said, thanks to Annie for a great show. Yeah, which is very nice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a n- nice thoughts. Uh, you know, it's it's great. You know, one time I, I probably uh, worn this story out, but you know, you get up every. Uh, I get up. I get up at five o'clock t- to get here. This, uh, you know, uh, full disclosure, five o'clock to get here, and um, on a Saturday, and um, which is you know, it does have its rewards, Anilla, because uh, it, you know sometimes the moon is just sailing across there, and there's nobody about, and you're the one experiencing it. You know that sort of thing. So it's sort of co- it's kind of cool in a funny kind of way. It must be very strange seeing Melbourne empty. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. I quite like it. I've always liked being in places when other people aren't. What about you? Um, I I don't think I've been up that early in a very long time. <laughs> but I think today was probably my earliest rise in a while. And I think it's it's pretty invigorating getting up really early. Well, I think I might be a morning person and just didn't realise it. Yeah, you're awake now. Yep. <laughs> oh. It's nice. It's nice being awake before 10 o'clock. I know. Well, uh, we're going to, uh, shortly, we're going to talk to Sean Budd. Sean is um, from RAFU. He's Renters and Housing Union. And as I said, he is out there on the hustings right at this moment at the uh, Labor Party conference at the Mooney Valley race course. Oh, no, he's disappeared. No, disappeared. He's not there. Oh, my God, what's happened? We'll, we'll have to get back to you on that. I'm sure you'll, he'll pick up the phone and we'll be able to have a chat with him. Um, at the moment, our target is $2,000. We've got $1,500 to go and we really need you to donate. You can donate online. You can um, go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. And it would be great if you said, oh, we're, we're uh, trying to support uh, Solidarity Breakfast because uh, we love this program. <laughs> or if you love all the other um, breakfast programs on 3CR, uh, www.givenow.com.au forward slash 3CR forward slash breakfast. if you send in a nice message, we will read it out and you will be famous for a whole two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, oh, I have to tell you... Um, <clears throat> Uh, I went to an extraordinary sh- uh, film last night called The Ordinaries. It's German. And uh, if you get a chance, you'll have to go and see it. It is fully hilarious. And uh, <laughs> it is all about um, using the concept of movies where you've got the ma- the lead actors are the rich and the bit parts and the outtakes are all the people that are either the revolutionaries or uh, the soulless uh, uh 
everybody else who just do the background, um, fill the backgrounds of a movie screen. It's That's hilarious. so interesting. Yeah. Um, I was talking to someone the other day about the COVID celebrity Imagine song. Do you remember that? Where all the celebrities got together and they sang Imagine. And it really reminds me of that. This thing of like celebrities are just like and rich people are having fun doing what they want to do. And it's their world and we're just all living it. <laughs> I think Sean is there. G'day, Sean. How are you? G'day. Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Oh, good. And what's it like out there uh, while the Labourites are uh, gathering at the gambling den? <laughs> it's good. Um, we've got some folks from uh, various protest groups also protesting the uh, war submarines, the submarines in the war, and also the refugee policies. So there's a lot of activists here. Uh, we're here to try and convince Labor attendees to vote progressive on housing policy within the you know internal caucusing. Um, we've got a bunch of suggestions on how to improve the housing policy in Vic. Um, we're, yeah, we're doing our best. <laughs> Yeah, well, Sean, um, tell us tell us some of your suggestions. I mean, I can um, guess on some of them, but I'd love you to tell my listeners what would make the housing issue in Victoria fairer, more equal, and uh, uh, better. Yeah, so we got ten recommendations. Um, first one is uh, rent price caps. Pretty a pretty big one, pretty popular one right now. Another one is banning rent, cre- rent increases until 2025. Again, allow chance for inflation to catch up uh, and wages to catch up. Um, from 2026, limit rent increases to 30% of the median wage index every 12 months. Um, we also want to improve minimum standards. Uh, air conditioning is not a minimum standard yet, and it's going to get hotter. We want air conditioning and better energy efficiency in there. Um, we also want to include, expand, like, the regulation um, and life of uh, property managers and landlords. Um, rental properties are not on a registry or anything, so it makes it really hard to enforce things like the vacant land tax. Oh. Um, mm. We also want to restrict Airbnb, short-stay rentals, that kind of thing, because, uh, again, they're causing the housing crisis to spiral out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In fact, I went to a, uh, a seminar that said that in a country town like uh, Apollo Bay, they are unable to actually supply housing to professionals who they need in the town because of the high rate of B&Bs in that town. So they can't attract police, they can't attract nurses, they can't attract doctors, they can't attract teachers because there's nowhere for them to live. Yeah, it's a huge problem in regional towns, especially. I mean, it's it's big in the cities as well, but regional properties, you know, there's less properties of them in regional areas and more of them percentage-wise are becoming Airbnb for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's quite extraordinary. And uh, it's one of the things that, uh, I mean, it's great work you guys are doing at Renters and Housing Union because you actually do bring to the fore, you do a lot of hard work to get people to understand what's really going on out there for people trying to find places to live. Yeah, we, um, I mean, what we do mostly is uh, like renters' rights advocacy. So the people who are coming to us are generally people in really hard situations dealing with hard problems with their landlord. 
And um, even though they're trying to fight within the system, they realise that the sort of system is stacked against them and um, we need to do more for greater change and greater protections for renters. Yeah, exactly. Are you getting any positive feedback from people going in? Um, It's early days yet um, and we haven't really had too many conversations with renters, unfortunately. A lot of people have been homeowners and landlords, which maybe says a bit about um, the makeup of the Labor Party. (laughs) We don't really know. It's still early days yet. We're hoping we'll have some good conversation with, with renters soon. Well, it has been pointed out that an awful lot of the people who are in Parliament do have a lot of investment properties. <laughs> oh, yeah. One uh, thing we find very interesting is the Minister for Consumer Affairs, Victoria, Danny Pearson, owns four properties. Consumer Affairs are in charge of regulating landlords. I mean, there's plenty of cases where this is like could be seen as the conflict of interest. Obviously, in... Um not this federal election, but the last, trying to tighten up restrictions around speculation on housing and things like investment property didn't necessarily go particularly well for the Labor Party. What do you think the future looks like moving forward in terms of making it harder for people to own 12 investment properties so that people who need to rent and people who need to buy can't get their foot on the property ladder? Yeah, I mean, the big thing, I think, is... um scrapping negative gearing. Uh, you know, Victoria's in, increase, uh, introduced a, a tax for additional properties, right? But that's going to be fronted onto the renter without um, red caps. You know, they'll just raise the rent to match whatever extra tax they're paying. Um, and the other thing is giving tax breaks as well as tax benefits. Uh, sorry, taxing as well as giving tax breaks to additional properties, which just <laughs> makes sense. Well, as someone uh, from Prosper said, uh, it's like... Um mainlining uh, tequila, these these taxes. (laughs) That's one way of putting it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because what happens is, I mean, it sounds great on paper, but what happens for the poor old renter is that they just go up. The the rent just goes up. Yeah, exactly. Um, And and that's what we fear with um, a lot of these uh, ways of taxing landlords or putting the um, buck onto landlords because without... Yeah, as I said, without red caps, it just gets pushed onto the rental. Um, any taxes, any market forces, that kind of thing. Mm. Okay, well, thank you very much for taking some time out to talk to us at your busy work because that's important work that you're doing out there. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Yeah, well, that was Sean Budd. They are a fantastic lot, the uh, Renters and Housing Union, RAFU. They came onto the scene a couple of years ago. Not only do they do great work, but they have a fantastic T-shirt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to say that it is such a fantastic, they are just fantastic. They do real hard work. All the work that should be done, um, like 3CR, that should be done by the powers that be before they make their their policy changes that, and then they go off and do this song and dance routine to uh, blind people to what's actually really going on. And this mm-hmm. is one of the reasons why 3CR exists, to actually bring the real information out there for you so that you can make good decisions um, and realise that uh, there's more to life than um, owning lots of individual things <laughs> and uh, that uh, things could be a lot better. In fact... Um, I've got a message here, an SMS message, and uh, perhaps you, uh, you can, after I read it, you can tell Anila 
that they can actually send donations in through SMS. And there is an SMS number amongst all this somewhere. Um, hey, Annie, great to hear the spirit of Johnny Cash. I will donate $250 in honour of Kevin Rollins. Unlike KR and JC, I will be there to pay in person. Thanks for coming, covering the forest struggle and toxic workers' exposures. Uh, Marian Chikonta. Uh, she is actually a fantastic person, Marian. She does uh, reception here, but she is a forest campaigner, fantastic person. And uh, Kevin Rowling is a person who was part of Earth Matters and has been doing some sterling stuff and has been gathered up... Um, demonstrating and is one of the people who have been feeling the full force of the new anti-protest laws in various parts of this country. Um, Yeah. And if you, like Marion, would like to send in a lovely message, you can text in at 0488 809 855. Wondering how to pay your donations to 3CR Radiothon? It's easy. You can pay online at 3cr.org.au or call us any weekday with your credit card details on 0394198377. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy during office hours and pay by cash. Or simply post your cheque or money order to PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. And be sure to tell us exactly which program you'd like your donations to go towards. 3CR, stay tuned, stay radical. of public land to private developers. They're building private public partnership model housing over public housing land and it's just not on. Housing is just massively expensive. It's never been effective in this country to rely on the market to provide decent housing for people. Rent has risen by 21%. That's median rent across the country as of January this year. As the rents keep rising, so must we. And we must stand together as a collective because this war cannot be won by the few. It will only be victorious by the many. 3CR. Stay tuned. Stay radical. We can't do it without you. It's easy. Head to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. Your donation really matters. It really does. Your donation does really matter. And uh, 3CR is here for you. You. This is a membership organisation. Over 400 volunteers bring you radio each week. Keep community strong and donate to 3CR. What number, Anila? 94198377. The station-wide target is 275,000. We're up around 100,000 at the moment, which is a real testament to the... Uh, uh, support that we have out there in the community, but of course we've got still got a steep hill to climb. Um, we've raised five hundred dollars this morning, and our target for this show is two thousand dollars. So we've got one thousand five hundred dollars to go. So we need your help. And if you're worried about the state of the world, donating to Three CR is a great place to start contributing to a change. Because yeah. how are we supposed to change things if no one knows what's going on? Exactly. You're completely right, Anila. Um, 
and uh, we we can look forward to some um, great reports from you in the future. You were telling me that you you're not going to uh, just take up the slack. You're going to go for the hard hitting stuff. A bit <laughs> a bit of an interview about uh, genocide is on your um, cards, isn't it? Not so much genocide, maybe imperialism, and I think genocide's a it's a pretty common bedfellow of <laughs> imperialism. Um, but I think that I'm personally pretty interested in how big political movements impact people on a local level, which is very 3CR, I would mm. say, local politics. Um, so having a look at basically PNG and Australia and how Indonesia in West Papua and Australia in Papua New Guinea have had very different relationships to their colonial subjects. And sometimes that has been genocidal. Sometimes it's been actually a lot more peaceful, but not for particularly ethical reasons because of business interests. So having a look at why governments and why political powers make the choices that they do and how that affects the little guy. Yeah, um, it's it's fascinating how uh, business is considered to be more important than uh, life itself. Well, of course, Annie. How are you going to pay for your luxury yacht? <laughs> I'm talking about that, um, have you seen that film, The Triangle of Sa- Sadness? I've heard a lot about it, but I haven't watched it, it yet. Is the, <laughs> it is the last word on luxury yachts, I'll have to say. But <laughs> There have been a lot of Eat the Rich movies out at the moment. Yeah, there are. So I, I wonder, wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of um, opportunity for people to actually go and, uh, uh, I mean, filmmakers are actually as bolshy as everyone else is, actually, and they're really taking it out um, on the political discussion, especially things around uh, environment. Uh, At the moment, there's a a great film out there at the moment called um, uh, The Endangered Generation, um, Mm. You in particular are the endangered generation, Anilla, I'm afraid. No. <laughs> <laughs> and my little new grandson, Arthur. <laughs> yeah, I know. <clears throat> but it's a, it's a, do- a great documentary. And uh, interestingly enough, it's more positive than uh, in a dark time because it brings together all these voices, these uh, scientists, artists, indigenous people, um, all, all describing what is happening and how it can be changed. And surely, like, it's it's a community-level change that needs to happen. People yeah. just need to start working together. Yeah. And what do we need to get people to start working together? Stations like 3CR. 3CR. <laughs> For the month of June, we're asking listeners to donate to the station to help keep us going. We rely on the generous donations of the community to survive. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate and show your support for community-owned and community-run media. 3CR. Wondering how to pay your donations to 3CR Radiothon? It's easy. You can pay online at 3cr.org.au or call us any weekday with your credit card details on 0394 198377. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy during office hours and pay by cash. Or simply post your cheque or money order to PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066. 
and be sure to tell us exactly which program you'd like your donations to go towards. 3CR, stay tuned, stay radical. Pledge now, pay later. Did you know that you can pledge your support to 3CR Radiothon now and pay up later? Call the station during business hours on 9419 8377 and tell us what you'd like to donate and then pay your donation later. 3CR Radiothon 2023, stay tuned, stay radical. And uh, we're, you're back with Annie and Nilla on 3CR's Radiothon Solidarity Breakfast. And we have to do a special thank you and shout out to unions that have donated to the program, to the station. Uh, the Victorian Trades Hall Council has put some money in. Thank you very much. The Community and Public Sector Union, Victoria, CPSU, they've put some money in. The Australian Rail Tra- Train sorry, Rail, Australian Rail, Tram and Bus Industry Union. That's the RBTU. I can, all these letters, I know <laughs> the letters now, but the knowing all the num, words, the Australian Nursing and Midwifery <laughs> Federation, that's the MNFFU, the Health and Community Sector Union and the Independent Education Union, Victoria, Tasmania, that's the IEU. The IEU is the Catholic Union, uh, teachers for uh, Catholic schools. And it, it may have uh, passed your, atten- your attention that the IEU has become quite bolshy too. They want, um, they've been standing up for their rights and we've been covering their stories. So uh, it's thank you very much for uh, showing us the love. Uh, we're on uh, during during this Radiothon period. 3CR is calling on you uh, to um, help us to continue for another year. Uh, it will not address the deep underlying issues that still pervade Australian society. And that primary issue is white Australian racism. We've got a clear-cut case here of intentional genocide from the get-go, from the round table in England. The true history in this country isn't told. The government always say that they're committed to a truth-telling process. Well, where is your truth-telling process? I really believe that at the end of the day, the truth will emerge. You can't fight against the truth. It's, it's, a, it's an unstoppable force. It's indestructible. So deal with it. 3CR. Stay tuned. Stay radical. You know, there's people, like you said, have been on casual for seven years. Well, it's supposed to be casual employment. People want full-time jobs. They don't want to be sitting there casual, not knowing they're going to get any any days, any leave or whatsoever. Especially, you look at all the casuals in the, our industry at the moment, they're sitting home. You know, people want full-time employment and they, sh- they should be entitled to That's full-time right. employment. 
And look at all the people who were used and abused as casuals in the aged care sector and all the problems that are facing people now and all the deaths that are following. In the meatworks, a lot of that's casuals, labour hire, you know, we've got blokes travelling around, you know. We want full-time positions and, you know, that's... And people want it. We want to be full-time employed. You want to have your Christmas holidays. You want to have time with your family. But when you're a casual, you get none of that. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio 855 AM on digital and online. 3CR Radical Radio. G'day, Kevin. How are you? any good i'm just uh, i'm i'm pleased in fact that um the, the person who rang to say hang on i'll put you on to any we'll wait and we'll put you on live and i thought well that's great to know because at least i know i'm alive um <laughs> which, which is and in fact that you're alive as well which is great and miller's definitely alive because she's much younger than us but uh, <laughs> well, we're, we're hanging in yeah um, yeah yeah, but look, I've got some bad news, though, because on the week that was this morning, which I assume is going to come on shortly, um, I end by pointing out we have asked some of the important people in this world, Gina and company, for donations to 3CR. Um, at the end of it, I point out they haven't got back to us yet. Well, they still haven't, unfortunately. We recorded that yesterday, but so far, Gina and company haven't given us sense, so... Unfortunately, it's up to uh, other people to uh, come to the rescue, I'm afraid. Yeah, that's exactly right. They have to. People have to ring and they have to donate online. And they just, we, I mean, the world without 3CR would be bereft. Well, also, you made the point earlier, I think it's whatever we need to get 200 and something thousand over the, over the radiothon this year. Uh, and it struck me that, for many of the filthy rich in this country, that's about one or two minutes of their total income all year. I um, know. Isn't that just outrageous? Yeah, they could, they could in one or two minutes give us what we need and we, we could all go and keep enjoy ourselves. But also, Kevin, if you think about it, how much um, um, amazing stuff people do uh, with that small amount of cash. I mean, once you get beyond a certain amount, what do you need it for anyway? That's the point. I mean, you, you raised the point earlier, but, but you did say that the you know, poor people don't need to spend anyway. Well, that's good because they can't. Um, <laughs> but, um, the, uh, but, of course, we are asked, they're the people we're asking for money. And I must admit, Siri, I, every year, because I've been you know, around 3CR for a long time, in fact, the week that was hits its 40th anniversary, 40 years come this August. It was the first Keating budget we did the first one. Um, and it strikes me every year the incredible generosity of people and the fact that even though I say listener and carry on, um, there are people out there who obviously, like us, care about the issues and are prepared to put their money into what is community radio. After all, community radio means we depend on the community. Well, yeah, that's exactly right, Kevin. Um, and I've got, got to say that it's probably a two-way street. I think uh, the community depends on us. Yeah. A- and yeah. I'll have to say, I have to give you this. <laughs> 40 years. <clears throat> that's surely, amazing. Surely it's a great opportunity for people to donate $40 as a birthday present to the week that was. <laughs> yeah, well, we- do that. That's August that comes up, but they can do that. And Miller, in fact, you're a you're a 
classic example of why we need 3CR, the point you raised earlier that you happened to one day just listen to a, an interview and it converted you to 3CR and now you're doing all this amazing work around the place. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it's a prime example of the great value of having a station like 3CR. Thanks for getting up this morning, Kevin. That's right. Look, can I just give a plug, though, before we go, because you mentioned about community things. This morning there is a rally. Um, it's going to be Brunswick Town Hall at 11 o'clock, but people are gathering at 11 opposite Barclay Square, the corner there. Um, it's about accessible public transport, and uh, they're talking about if they, if they close the upfield line to put crossings, I hope they don't, but to put level crossings in, it will be closed for months, and people with disability issues won't be able to use, they'll have no public transport. So we're. Oh, we're it's urging, not just disability issues, people with prams, people everything, with. Everything, yeah. Everything. Anyone who has a mobility problem. Um, and, um, and anyway, the whole system, I mean, they've promised for years, but they've never done it, that the whole system has to become accessible. And uh, in fact, we had a bloke called Christian on City Limits the other weekend. We interviewed him. Uh, he's in a wheelchair and he made the point that even though he gets public transport, it's no use to him if he can't get on it. Well, um, and um, yeah. so there's a rally this morning at 11 and I do hope people to get along and support that. A weak solidarity, Bricky team listener, when we open with the much sought after Courage Under Fire Award. After last week, we commented on the super duper obscene profits resource sector attacking the socialists for their economy crippling policy to legislate for same work, same pay, and to make it worse, same conditions. After all the sector does for the country and its environment, well, not just this country, the global environment, the industry part of a very expensive caring employer campaign to explain how it simply can't afford to meet these profit-sapping claims by its lazy, avaricious workforce, including in many cases their own in-house labour hire companies. And this week, the socialists displayed their usual courage under fire as they announced, yes, we may exclude the poor, struggling, great resource behemoths from the legislation, because they would suffer serious profit implications if they couldn't same work, not same pay, not pay workers the same pay and conditions for the same work. The lesson here is obvious. It's time for the unemployed, the homeless, single mums, the lowest of low paid, asylum seekers imprisoned indefinitely to spend millions on a campaign to force the government to show the same courage under fire in doing what they want. But they better move fast and spend up big because they're crippling the economy. As it was reported this week, well, to quote the True Blue Aussie Capitalist Review, a cocktail of rising wages and woeful labour productivity is poised to jack up unemployment and cause businesses to replace workers with cheaper machines. So the solution is staring lazy, avaricious workers in the face, if only they could see it through their myopic greed. Work twice as hard for half as much, and your caring employer will love you. Although the delicate flower that is the economy is so delicate, isn't it? Despite that jack-up unemployment threat, unemployment figures fell. The very opposite of what Reserve Losses Bank Supremo Philip Lay Workers Low knows is good for the economy. 
Thus, yesterday, predictions that less people unemployed is so bad for all of us that interest rates will have to rise again. Good news for those workers taking half their pay so they can work twice as hard, showing just how complicated is the delicate flower. So complicated, poor Phil and the Reserve Losses Bank team found their losses will be even greater because the review showed they had underpaid their own workers by $1.15 million. But in fairness, Phil said they were genuinely sorry. Um, why is that, Phil? It was a mistake to undertake the review. Without it, we, we wouldn't have been sprung. Former Bank of England Governor Mark Carney, described as one of the world's most respected central bankers, told us interest rates will have to remain high well into next year if we are to control inflation. Interesting, isn't it, that all the important people who tell us interest rates must rise, wages are too high, workers don't work hard enough, we must have more unemployment, all those important contributions to the greatest little economic order of them all don't seem to be the people they advocate should work harder for less, etc. Why don't workers advocate those things? Suppose it explains why they're workers, they just don't understand. We need the filthy rich to tell us what's good for us. Like Gina Wronghart, for instance, our very filthiest rich of the filthy rich, who complained this week that the economy-destroying socialists are putting up barriers to all the investments she wants to make to make this country a better place. Barriers like red tape causing long delays, environmental and biosecurity laws, terra nullius non-people heritage laws, emission reduction policies, and to make matters worse, caring business class relations laws that are throttling great investors like Gina. What a list. Hasn't the government, hasn't society considered what good Gina could do for this country if she could but go where she likes without having to worry about the environment, about biosecurity, the tyrannous non-people, pollute to a big heart's content and not have to worry about paying workers. It's amazing she remains so filthy rich with all those barriers. Timely item last week that 12 people had been pardoned after being convicted of witchcraft just bad luck, they were executed 400 years ago. The mills of God and the law grind slowly, timely. For this week, two great men were victims of modern witch hunts. Former U.S. of the U.N. of the U.S. of the world, big supremo Donald Trample the Poor, and her, as it was, her most gracious majesty's home country supremo, Boris joined the party son. Poor, innocent, all humility Donald, revealing the investigator's wife was a tramp of the poor hater, biggest hater ever, ever. And the investigator himself, demented, biggest demented ever, ever. So it's hard to see how those charges can stick when Donald tells the court that. And poor Boris resigned after being shown the report of an inquiry into a few parties at Downing Street to, to help them get through the COVID crisis. Obviously abashed by any suggestion he knew what he thought was not a party, just might have been a party. <clears throat> Political assassination. Poor Boris. 
What thanks for their invaluable service to the economic order that is the status quo, the greatest little economic order of them all. Still hope they're measuring the prison cell to make sure they can squeeze in the presidential desk, just in case, by some remote chance, the greatest hater ever, ever, biggest dementia ever, ever defence fails. A timely and important intervention in the voice debate this week from that bastion of progressive thought, True Blue Aussies for Constitutional Monarchy, God Save the Charlie, pointing out they led a successful referendum by sinking Republican hopes so they know all about these things. More than anyone else, listen to our monarchical wisdom. I won't bore you with their brilliant ideas involving postponing the whole thing, other than they recommend we take note of the constitutional intentions of our founding fathers. Founding fathers, by inference, acknowledging that Terranullius non-people were Terranullius. So the founding fathers found whatever they found, which whatever it was obviously didn't involve women, mothers, and most certainly didn't involve the Terranullius non-people. Verifying the truth, Captain Cook discovered the whole place. Despite what the goody-goody, black armband, so-called politically correct historical revisionists say, the authors of this invaluable contribution to the debate include long-term bow-and-scrape, say-your-prayers-facing London advocate David Flintstone and Daniel LaHood, real name, listed as True Blue Aussies for Constitutional Monarch Moneyarchy's Young National Convener. And I thought... If they reckon young people get more conservative as they grow older, what hope this bloke? We can be sure he would already know Terranullius non-people should be not seen and not heard. Like that Lydia Thorpe as Wednesday's and Thursday morning's mainstream media coverage of sexual harassment claims inferred, here she goes again. But unfortunately for them and the caring business class party and its senator involved, her claims stirred up more claims by non-terrenolious real people women who couldn't be dismissed by here she goes again. But one woman who should be dismissed while picking up the Feminist Solidarity Award for her effort, no notion giant mind that appalling Hoonson, who attacked an emotional Lydia Thorpe for, well presumably for, saying she was sexually harassed. As a by-the-by, don't know about you, listener, but until Wednesday, even though this van person has apparently been in the Senate for a number of years, I never knew he existed, now known as Van's Hands. But what an insult to our gentle protectors of liberty, freedom and democracy, guardians of the delicate flower that is the economy on behalf of its altruistic practitioners, the (laughs) police, Lydia saying she and other women don't trust them in reporting sexual assault. When there's a huge bonus like having your emails and texts and your private life splashed all over the Lord Rupert of Wapping News, very limited media. On such matters, on the death this week of former Italian supremo Silvia Berlusconi the people, if there is an afterlife, I recommend all women in hell steer well clear. And on monarchy, Charlie's birthday notice, the highest honour went to former socialist poly Jenny Macklin's single mum's poor for services to inter alia paid parental leave at Indigenous True Blue Aussies. But, but, but she was the minister who threw single parents onto the dole, into poverty, and 
after the socialists vehemently opposed little Johnny Howard's Terranilius intervention, as minister she became its strongest advocate, honoured for doing the opposite of what she did. Bitter disappointment, though, went straight to the H's and yet again, nothing. And I did check the M's and, sorry Annie, Charlie doesn't love you either. Finally, we put out a call asking all of the above, the Courage Under Fire Socialists, Philip, the Monarchists, Mark, the Banker, Gina, Jenny, to donate to our Radiothon so we can continue to give them such favourable publicity. But can't believe it. Not one of them's got back to us. So it looks like community radio has to depend on a different community. That way we can continue to give Gina et al. such favourable publicity. Good morning. And we're back on that was uh, This Is The Week That Was. It's 40 years old. And as Anilla said, you should be giving $40 as As a a birthday birthday present. (laughs) (laughs) And we've got some very exciting news. We've got a message from Ray from Kensington. And he has donated $50, which I think is pretty amazing. I do too. (laughs) And he said, good on yous. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. And we've got one of our regulars. G'day, Don. How are you? Hi, Annie. Hello. And g'day to all the 3CR people out there. Um, We've got Anila in the studio as well. Uh, you're in the studio. And, and a lot in the... Uh, are there many in the studio? No, no, Anila. Anila is my co-host. We've got a co-host now. <laughs> it's just the two of us. Oh, that's wonderful. That's terrific. Um Yes, well, I'm going to join the pledging, uh, the pledging responsibility, and say that there's fifty bucks coming your way. Oh, when great! Yeah, um, please forgive me. I'm in the throes of moving house, so and I haven't got online yet. So as soon as that happens, uh, I'm very happy to do that because I think 3CR is probably one of the most important uh, institutions for the Australian people. Uh, and particularly for um, anyone who sees themselves as being progressive and even to the left of being progressive. Uh, It's just a wonderful uh, experience to be associated with you all in a very modest way. Uh, I do love it, and I look forward to making some more contributions when I get my act together. (laughs) Thank you. What's the weather like where you are in Tasmania? Uh, cold and very windy and um, on the banks of Kanamaluka, which is also known as the Tamar River, and uh, rain pending uh, later on in the day, hopefully after we've done the big shift. It's well, just I, like being in Melbourne. I was going to say, you <laughs> contributed that weather to us. Oh, it's always the other way around, I thought. No, oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. It's really windy here and, and, and it's cold. Yes, and... Um, I uh, I have to say that one of the highlights of my week is listening to Kevin, and uh, I think his uh, satirical take uh, is not only factually sound, but it is so funny and biting, and uh, he is utterly brilliant. And I often wonder when I do happen to come on air with you that how am I going to say something that would be useful after listening to that? <laughs> he had a lot of material, didn't he? You know that that quite amazing uh, report. On executive salaries, uh, yeah, uh, and uh, uh, I think there's an interesting question in there for the, uh, uh, mixed up in all of that. 
one dimension of that is, of course, um, you know, what about the glass ceiling? You know, all those women who go into chief finance officer roles and chief executive officer roles who then supervise the, you know, who then, you know, are part of those 15% and 18% increases in salary in their executive salary. And then we're talking base salary, of course, as well. Um, but they, um, uh, so there they are. And one of them, I forget her name now, is the, um, now the CEO of Coles, and before that was the uh, CEO of, uh, the, the chief financial officer of Coles. And, of course, um, she was uh, co-supervising the underpayment of, systemic underpayment of wages. So plenty of material about isn't there? Certainly is. What about the uh, Reserve Bank? Well, the Reserve Bank as well, playing a really quite disgraceful game when there's all sorts of other options about what they could be doing about inflation. Oh, no, but, no, no. Didn't you hear? They actually underpaid their workers a million dollars. Oh, they're into it as well. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just one of the things that we could talk about when it comes to the Reserve Bank. Well, I'm sure Kevin would sort of point out the contradiction that these people can claim extra high executive salaries on the basis that their job is so complex and and all sorts of really crazy mathematics to think about and forecasting and all of those sorts of things that they can't read an award Mm. It just beggars belief, doesn't it? Well, there you go. Yeah, uh, actually, it's actually impossible for any of those people to be worth the salaries that they're given. It's of impossible. Course. <laughs> of course. But I, what I can promise is that I am making a bit more progress subject to getting things organised again in my day-to-day life on uh, the profit story. And uh, everyone keeps talking about the wages story, but of course, the really we live in a profit system, and I think it's really important to tell the profit story, uh, not just gross profits and the rate of exploitation, which your listeners have heard me bang on about before. We'll revisit that, but we'll look at some other things as well along the way. And the big one, of course, is uh, what's underpinning all of this is what's happening to the actual rate of profit which is never talked about in public discourse in Australia, and yet it is the sort of the guts of the whole problem. So we'll get into that over the next, uh, hopefully in the next week or two. Oh, thank you very much for your donation, Don, and good luck with your house move. And I say to all of our wonderful listeners, happy donating, everybody. Stay tuned, stay radical. We need your financial support to be independent, community controlled and focused on people rather than profits. Your support during Radiothon keeps the station radical and enables us to give voice to hundreds of people and issues for another year. And remember, any amount you can afford makes a big difference and all donations over $2 are tax deductible. 3CR Radiothon, show your support during June 2023. And you're back with Annie and Anilla on Solidarity Breakfast and it's Radiothon time for 3CR listeners and 3CR itself. $275,000 is the target. And for our our little contribution, uh, $2,000. We've made $1,000 uh, and we need to sort of get a little bit more. Oh, someone else has given us some money. 
So Paul Joins from St Kilda has contributed $50. Oh, good on you. <laughs> Fantastic. We love you. <laughs> and if you'd like to be like Paul, you can call 94198377 or SMS at 0488809855 and leave us a lovely message and we will read it out. And yeah, you'll you, make us very happy. You like a good message. I, I love reading out the messages, so please send some messages in. Yeah, do, do, do the number again because it's long. So for the SMS number, it's 0488-809-855. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's been a pleasure having you in the studio because uh, generally I'm here by myself, but it's turned out to be a lovely experience. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you for having me on. It's been really fun. I, I was really you know, nervous at the beginning. It's pretty scary being live on radio, but you've been a very lovely host. I feel like I've been well taken care of. Well, well, it's interesting because this is your first show. My first time ever on the radio. That's exactly right. Which is, <laughs> and this is what 3CR does. It gives people a voice, quite literally. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for forcing the Australian public to listen to me. <laughs> For the month of June, we're asking listeners to donate to the station to help keep us going. We rely on the generous donations of the community to survive. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate and show your support for community-owned and community-run media. And you're back with Annie and Anilla on the Radiothon show for Solidarity Breakfast. Every week, every Saturday, we... Uh, come in and inform you, hopefully, uh, raise your spirits, uh, spread the news about different things that are coming up uh, around about, uh, follow a couple of issues. I've got a couple of issues that I'm particularly interested in. AI is one of them, a sneaky little thing that uh, comes up behind everybody's back. Um, and so scary that <laughs> we don't really want to talk about it, but we have to. <laughs> yeah, we have to. <laughs> um, and uh, the... Uh, I was really taken by the uh, little report on Stick Together this week about uh, Minnesota uh, legislation in Minnesota in uh, America, um, putting a, uh, a, a, um, a stop really to Amazon uh, warehouses uh, being able to fire workers for uh, failing to reach a quota that they no long, uh, are not even privy to. People wow. are no longer – and see, this is where the AI comes with. What, what happens with Amazon is that uh, they've taken away the supervisory role and put it into the hands of an AI computer. That sounds dystopian. <laughs> well, it is dystopian. Yeah. Uh, and it's so important because um, Be Bezos must be the richest man in the world or mm. else where would we be? You know, all those workers who are slaving in these mammoth warehouses. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's a couple of quite mammoth warehouses being built on the outskirts of the two sides outskirts of Melbourne. Haven't heard about it. No, you don't. But you hear about it on the plumber's show. Because that's where I discovered that they've got been getting all this work, and this uh, is why you have to donate to three CR. Because exactly. where else are you going to hear about this? That's my point. <laughs> and we have such a wide and varied world 
that on 3CR. As I said, 400 volunteers bring you radio each week. Uh, $35 will pay for a new turntile stylus. And that might seem like a strange thing, but a couple of the different programs here, music programs, uh, uh, spin the discs. And uh, that's one of the reasons why we still have turntables here, because they bring you the good oil. Um, <laughs> Uh, when I began radio, I learned all about how to use turntables and carts and uh, hand-cut tape instead of uh, digitalizing it. I'm so young that I don't even know what that is. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. I, I had magic fingers. I've always liked <laughs> always uh, liked doing um, uh, editing. But anyway, these are all the things that um, we bring to you and you bring to us if you donate. 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. You can come to the station and find, and we'll give you a tour of the station. We really exist. Uh, we're not just part of the digital world. Uh, you could get an app and uh, listen to all the community radio stations across Australia, but particularly put 3CR on the uh, first item. Um, but uh, just to remind you that you can do one other way of donating. Pledge now, pay later. Did you know that you can pledge your support to 3CR Radiothon now and pay up later? Call the station during business hours on 94198377 and tell us what you'd like to donate and then pay your donation later. 3CR Radiothon 2023. Stay tuned. Stay radical. Well, we had another guest that we were going to ring up, but she's so busy handing out AUKUS, anti-AUKUS uh, leaflets at, outside the uh, Labor Party conference right at this moment. She's not hearing her phone. Um, just so I'm going to give you the information that she was going to give you, perhaps not in such a... Um, a, a volute way, but uh, Shirley Winton was going to tell us about the No AUKUS, No Nuclear Submarines, No War uh, uh, conference that's going to be on. So do you want to read out who's going to be there, Anila? Pretty interesting guests, actually. So we've got Peter Garrett, who is famously a pretty great musician and also was a federal minister for the environment. And perhaps not such a great minister for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> he tried. He tried. Well, um, we hope so. Yeah. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he had good mm. intentions. Mm. Um, Arthur Roris, who was the oh, oh yes. is the secretary, sorry, of the New South Wales South Coast Labor Council, um, and also Dr. Margie Beavis, who's the vice president of the Medical Association for Prevention of War, and also, last but not least, Tony Mavramatis, who is the Victorian State Secretary um, of the Australian Manufacturing Workers Union. So yeah. a pretty exciting lineup. Yeah, and it's going to be on Friday, the 23rd of June at 6pm at the Victoria Trades Hall. As I said, you can get tickets. Uh, they want you to uh, book. Go to try booking to um, get a ticket. It's free. But they, <clears throat> but they obviously want to know how many people are going to turn up. Now, the important thing is Arthur Roris... He was he uh, was the one that organised the massive uh, rally at Port Kembla. Now Port Kembla for May Day. That was there was you know over about two thousand people in Port Kembla for that May Day, uh, and it was around the um, against the AUKUS nuclear submarines port in Port 
Oh, she's here. She can tell us herself. Ha. G'day, Shirley. How are you? I'm good, Annie. Sorry, I uh, missed your call. Uh, I'm at the um, at the conference, at the ALP conference, and we're handing out flyers for the 23rd of June public rally, uh, sorry, public uh, forum, and um, and also there's um, a, a group of people with um, banners outside um, calling on the um, on the government to scrap AUKUS. Um, and uh, and nuclear submarines, obviously, and also to spend the three hundred twenty six um, three hundred twenty eight billion on um, you know the chronically underfunded public health education and create sustainable and renewable industries and jobs. Um, it's amazing, Shirley, when you say that like billions of dollars. It just it just trips off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> It does because I, I don't think it actually can, you know, we can fathom the, the amount of 368 billion, which is actually, it's going to be half a trillion. And for a country like Australia, it's just been a, a half a trillion on basically wars of aggression. Um, it, it, it's just incredible. And on technology, that's very likely to be redundant by the time it arrives. So trillions oh, yeah, of dollars. Very true. Yeah, yep, very true. <laughs> I, I, I think I think interesting thing is Albanese's um, Prime Minister Albanese's response to uh, comments by uh, members, the rank and file members of unions, rank and file members who are also members of the ALP, um, who who are really concerned about the three hundred sixty-eight billion spent on nuclear subs and orcas, and his response that um, decision has already been made and the government is not going to to change uh, that decision. Uh, there hasn't been through any real consultation on involvement of the Australian public, Australia's workers, working people. That's a half a trillion dollars. Um, and I, I think that is partly to uh, send a message uh, to reassure the US that uh, the Australian government is not going to change its mind. Um, that it, they're not going to be swayed by uh, by public opinion and by by, by members of the ALP. So why so, is it important to keep coming out and protesting this, even though, according to Anthony, they've already made up their mind. I, I think I think the important thing is um, is building that grassroots mass movement, um, and I think that it's not uh, just a matter of you know passing a resolution, um, I think it's developing a really broad um, campaign at the grassroots. And I think that's probably the only um, the only way that we can, uh, over time, um, implement some change, bring in some change. There was and, some, um, some, Shirley, there was some, uh, quite a remarkable uh, thing that happened at the Queensland Labor Conference. Mm. Mm. Well, that's right. The Queensland Labor Conference, um, and a uh, motion was put by the ETU, the Queensland branch of the ETU, to um, to to scrap, um, to abandon the nuclear submarines, the 368 billion on it, and and on AUKUS. And it was like two thirds of delegates voted um, voted against a motion that was put um, to support AUKUS and and nuclear submarines. And that was opposed by the ETU Queensland branch, mm. um, which and so you had two thirds of the delegates of Queensland 
ALP delegates and they reconciled, voting down that, that motion. That yeah, they weren't going to congratulate the Albanese government for taking us down a nuclear road. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's right. And it, and it means that it'll open... The thing about the nuclear submarine, you, you know, apart from the 368 billion, which is at, at Langes, Atlantis, is that it's also... Um, it's also putting great pressure to renew and expand the nuclear industry in Australia, the uranium mining and storage of deadly nuclear waste on the lands of the First Nations people. That's the other really serious consequence of, uh, of nuclear submarines. Right. And, and the other thing is that poll after poll is showing that the majority of Australian people don't want to go to war. You know, they want peace. And they don't want Australia to take sides in a war between the US and China. And they prefer Australia to be neutral. And the same polls showed that the overwhelming majority of young people are saying that they want Australia to remain neutral. Well, it's not remain, but to be neutral. And, um, and that I, is, I think, that Shirley, is this war. is because they're sensible. <laughs> oh, do you? okay. So they okay. So they're sensible. Yeah, that's right. Well, obviously the government doesn't think that they're sensible. No, they, that's right. Government... We we have to wind up because we've come to the end. But uh, just a reminder that there's a, a um, Friday the twenty third of June, yep. six p.m. Victoria Trades Hall. Uh, yep. No AUKUS, no nuclear subs, no war. And thanks very much, Shirley. Hopefully, thanks, you thanks. you will contribute to our radiothon. Yes, and look, what I did want to say is that um, we never hear voices of the people on really important issues and developments, and that's why more than ever we need um, the community radio station 3CR. Oh, so thank you. Please donate generously, and and I think it's becoming more and more evident to people how important it is to have this independent um, community radio station. So thanks for everything. Thank you, and Shirley. Donate generously. Donate generously. And we're going to go because it's the end of the show. You you made it. I I did it. You I got to it. the end of the show yeah. without fainting. And, com- <laughs> and coming up next is Asia Pacific Currents. Um, thank you very much, Peter Wooden, for your $100. And you can all donate. This isn't the end. We haven't reached our target. You have to throw in some more money. Listen to Shirley. Listen to Shirley and donate. I see birds from up above Over walls I can't get past These feelings of desperation But I know that they won't last Time is all I have My past I leave listening to that podcast 
3CR is a community radio station, and you, the listener, are a part of that community. Right now, it's our Radiothon. We need you to pitch in with a few dollars to keep the station going. We can't do it without you. It's easy. Head to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. Your donations really matter.